whole squad on the mission. You got to listen. We pole politicking. It's so dope when you kick in. That you can get in where you fit in. We straight pole politicking. The whole squad on the mission. You got to listen. You know what this is. When we pole politicking. My money long like the vision. I proposition to put a fist in. We straight pole politicking. Hey, yo, I rise like the sun in the east. Running the streets. Same people that was coming in peace. Some in the beast on the microphone. It's never a long and hard task. For God, I'm gonna smash they blog and podcast introduction to journalism 101 with federal pole politicking about where I'm from and what I do. What's up? It gotta be good. Interviewing everybody, you know they probably could. Take all the blood, sweat, and tears working all them years. Putting in 10,000 hours, it empowers careers. From the baby and Megan the Stallion to Yo Gotti, high as a kite, jet life, currency in the party with MC Light. Jay Prince said I rap a lot. Super Saiyan Black Kagarot with a Macintosh laptop in my Apple Watch. Smoking Fraggle Rocks, four eyes, got more lines and hooks than a tackle box. What? The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen. We pole politicking, it's so dope when you kick in. You can get in where you fit in. We straight pole politicking. The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen. You know what this is when we pole politicking. My money long like the vision, I proposition to put a fist in. We straight pole politicking. Y'all, welcome back to PolPolitikin.com. Your home for self help me hip hop. Right now, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So, check us out on all those. One, two, one, two, and place to be with Janelle Lenore. How you doing today? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. So, I, I saw you, the author. You have this book. I want to, I got to get this. I got to order the book. The name of the book is The American Dream is a Scam. Correct. Absolutely. All right. So I have to build up the story because they say you okay. got to save the cat. So before we go to why the American dream is a scam, uh, just take us back to let us know about yourself and upbringing and all that good stuff. All right. So I'm from Washington, D.C., Chocolate City. It's not Chocolate City anymore. But used to be Chocolate City. So I'm from Chocolate City. Um, I'm a trainer by profession. And I dibble and dabble to a couple other business ventures. You said, what kind of trainer? Personal training, fitness, fitness, oh. wellness, health. That's me all day. So how'd you get into that? So actually, it's crazy. So I used to date this guy. He played D1 football. So he got me. That was the first time I went to the gym. Ever since then, I fell in love with it. Um, I was in the military as well. So we were paid to be fit. So spending part of my life for, I don't know. 14, 15 years now. Oh, what, what branch were you in? Was in the army. Okay. In the army. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations for. Because I was in the Marines. Let's do it. I mean, hey, no, I, 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 said, I tell people I should have joined the Air Force. If I joined the Air Force, to, that that would have been the best branch. With no, I just, I missed out on the um. Man, I'm just like, I don't know, you know, because, you know, when you, I know for me, when I was in the military, it was, you like, so young, you just rebellious. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, damn, they sure was paying us to work out. But when I was in, you know, you just, I don't want to work out. Blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. But now you're like, damn, yeah, we was getting paid to work out. And we could have had an extra lunch if we worked out and all mm -hmm. this good stuff. Had you waking up four o'clock in the morning, a bend and reach, squat, run, ending your runs, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, but um, yeah, we just had a you know Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day. Then Marine Corps birthday was the day before. Likewise, yeah, absolutely. So you said uh, so how long were you doing? How long you been doing the training? I've been a trainer for how long has it been now? About six years. Okay. About five, six years. Then I heard you say Chocolate City ain't chocolate no more. Why is that? Gentrification. Mm. Gentrification. Most most of us can't even afford to live out there anymore. Um, depending on what side of the river you're on, if you're on the other side, like White House and all that stuff, then those are million dollar houses now. So we all live in the county. I live in the county. So I live in Maryland now. Yeah, so they doing the same. With me, I live in San Diego County, and they're doing That's the same thing. Like, luckily, like a couple years ago, I bought a, I ended up getting a condo, but I can't mm -hmm. afford houses out here because the housing, like just a regular, like five bedroom, three bath, is going to be like 1.5. Mm. Yeah, I heard I heard Cali was expensive. I was gonna move to LA maybe about two years ago. And I looked at the prices, and everything, and I was like, never mind, I'll just stay where I'm at. Um, but I heard San Diego was more expensive than LA. No, I don't know about that. I say LA probably still because you know LA is like where everybody want to go to. Out mm -hmm. here ain't nothing but like you just out here for the it's a beach city, so you're out mm -hmm. here for the but out there, you know, it's lights, camera, action. Mm -hmm. I say you uh, you play chess. No. <laughs> um, so, so funny story. I have a um, I have a piece of paint missing on the wall, so I put it on there. Okay. Just missing paint. Thought you was a grandmaster over here or something. No, I I wish I knew how to play chess. I don't. I don't know how to play chess at all. I can play checkers though. And then um, so I'm trying to before we even talk, I want to ask you about your book. And mm -hmm. I thought this financial planning book. So I just want you to talk about um. Your parents, because I'm trying to think like, well, maybe I'm just trying to, I guess the first thing I want to figure out is, okay, how did you learn about this? So can you talk mm -hmm. about how was it growing up, like your parents and their financial habits? Did you notice that when you was growing up? Or So I feel like my parents, typical middle-class family, we weren't rich, but we weren't poor either. Um, did they really teach me about this? No, they didn't teach me. This all comes from like my experience me learning things, me reading books, and just comes from like my personal experience and my personal research. So they didn't teach me that, but I feel like most, at least most black people I know, most black families I know, they don't have someone to teach them like, hey, this is what you should do. So that's why I actually wrote the book. Yeah, that was actually, that was the next question. I was gonna mm -hmm. say, can you let us know why you wrote the book? Yeah. <laughs> you, can add on, you can add on to it if you want to, you can add on to it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. That's I wanted to be able to give somebody a book that's easily digestible. So it's not technical at all. And it's easy to understand. So if you just take the time to read it and apply it, I think you actually can achieve financial freedom. Okay. Like and then, sure. I guess the so my when I even saw the title, my first question, because I think this is uh, uh, what they call it opinionated. So what is the American dream to you? So to me, the American dream is basically working to you about 67 and a half and then retiring. So you spend the most of your life working. You spend you don't spend that time with your family. Don't spend that time with your kids. You spend that time working, trying to survive, trying to pay your bills, doing all that stuff until you can collect the retirement. And then that's when you should live your best life. That's the traditional route that most people go. And I would say, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like even... Like, yeah, that's, like, from the 80s and 90s. I think, like, nowadays, like, well, I don't know how old you are, but we look kind of similar age. But um, it seems like our generation, like, you just told me more ways to make money. And I know mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know if you can't if you know about Robert Kiyosaki. Um, yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, whoever had called the seven seven streams of income. So I think mm-hmm. nowadays, like we thinking about making multiple streams of income, not just mm-hmm. one. So that you kind of coming with that too. Absolutely, I'm for multiple. I think one stream of income is 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 too close to none. I don't think jobs are like super stable where they used to be. You have a job and you stay at that job for 30, 40 years. I don't think that's the case with most people. So I think the more income streams you have, the better. Yeah, and I know you was talking about um, the military shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually that's like I can't even like because when I joined, that was it was years ago. But when I joined, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't thinking about nothing. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, it helped me so much because it helped me with my. Help me get my house, the VA mm-hmm. loan, and then even like disability, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Helps me. And like, uh, I just like my goal is now, like, every time I see somebody young in the military, mm-hmm. I try to let them know about this stuff because they don't know it. Because even mm-hmm. like the disability is one stream, then you could just get a job and do right. the most. Yeah. So, I mean, I think most people, when it comes to like, you think about retirement, like, most people are not going to start planning. You have to think like the average person, let's say, 18, 19, you say plan for retirement. They're probably not going to because it's so far away. So it's like, why would I plan for something that's so far away? When in reality, I think we need to change the the definition. So in the book, I say, instead of retirement, I say freedom, like financial freedom. That is when retirement is an age, but financial freedom is a number. So when you have a certain amount of money, you can technically stop working. Mm. Well, I hear like an echo somewhere. All right, my wife in there. I think my wife in there listening. If you're listening, you need to turn down the TV. I think she's listening to us. <laughs> yeah, I would say, so um, how do you feel about, um, I guess the first one I asked you about, stocks. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, far as it? I think stocks, I, I think is necessary. So I don't think you have to go and invest if you don't want to invest in individual stocks. Like, you don't want to invest in Apple or Microsoft. That's fine, but you can invest in an ETF that stock that tracks the an index like the S and P five hundred. You can invest in that and just dollar cost average. So put some money in every month. So if you have let's say an IRA, you can put the max is like six thousand dollars a year. Put five hundred in every month. Then you'll meet your max. Anything extra, put that in a taxable account. So I absolutely say invest in stocks. Um, do I say trading? No, you can trade and make money, but I feel like you have to really learn what you're doing. If not, you will lose money. Um, of course, investing does come with risk. So you shouldn't invest money that you need, but anything that you don't need and you can't lose, um, I say invest it. Absolutely. And then um, what about like bonds and CDs? So CDs to me is flow money. I don't think it's bad, but you can make more if you just invest in the stock market. So CDs also tie your money up. Um, if you have a CD for six months, your money is tied up for six months. So it just depends on your situation. But I don't think that's bad. But you should do more than just invest in CDs. So I, I, I guess I'll just say this: I think you should invest in the stock market. I think every single person should invest in the stock market. I think if you don't invest, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're missing out. The stock market, on average, returns about seven percent annually. I get. I guess so. I guess what would you? Um, say about this. So I have a friend. Mm-hmm. I, put, I put him on the stocks. It was kind of like during um, COVID. So you know, stocks. Mm-hmm. Was kinda yeah, everything was I jumping. And he was jumping. Then mm-hmm. now, and I, I even told him back then. I'm like, look, this ain't no quick scheme. Like usually with stocks, mm-hmm. it's long term. But mm-hmm. now stocks not doing that good. So people, I even t- he even told me, hey, it wasn't doing that good. We took it out. I'm like, why you take it out? Like. 
That is almost like the game to me is they want you to take your money out so then that shit can shoot back up. So, so what would you say to a person like, I guess, what would you keep them from like understanding like, look, if it go down, it's probably, it's going to go back up. Just hold it. History even tells you if you go through history, it always goes yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can pull up a chart and, and see the history of a chart. You can go to stock. I use stockcharts.com. That's my favorite one. Um, it is paid. You do have to pay for it, but you can go to yahoofinance.com, look up whatever. But my whole thing is scared money don't make money. So you can't pull your money out because it get red. So Warren Buffett said, be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. Huh. So if it's red, that's the time that you want to buy because that's when you can make the most money from everything. If you're buying at the high of everything, you're not making any money. If you buy at the high, the high is 120. That's the highest it's ever been. Why would you buy then? Because it's going to go back down a little bit. So you want to wait. I don't say time the market, but look at the chart. See what the average is. See where it's a good buy-in. Then buy there. But don't buy at the high. So I think when COVID, everything was running up. So people were buying at the high. People were getting, you know, hyped to it. So people bought at the high and it was coming down now. But it's okay. Even if it's coming down, like, it's okay. It's going to go back up. What do you think about uh, Bitcoin? Not Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. So I don't know too much about cryptocurrency. I know that there's like a blockchain and I actually have a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of ETH, which is Ethereum. Yeah, I have yeah. those two. I kind of stay away from everything else because I don't fully understand it. Um, they say it's the future. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to hey. say I'm skeptical because I, I do believe it is something, but I just don't. I can't say I fully understand it yet, but I do hey. think it's worth it to put pick the top two. You know, I think the top two probably Ethereum, Bitcoin, maybe two other ones. Pick the top two, invest a little bit in it. You know, I don't I think that's worth it. But what I put like all my my life savings in there, absolutely not. I wouldn't yeah. do it. Um, I, I did notice, too, like because I'm going to school for cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been going on the dark web and I notice everything on the dark web. You have mm -hmm. to use cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh. So I was like, just off that, I like it's not really going nowhere. But I know they had like a a big thing with that. It's it's one. It's like a um, a broker. It was called FTX. You heard about them? Yeah, I did hear about that. He lost yeah. a lot of money. I mean, but, that was uh, the same thing with Doge. Doge was like a yeah, it wasn't real. Like it wasn't anything real. But they ran it up. And then some people got money off of it. Some people didn't. I mean, it's ways to it. I just feel like I don't. I don't want to. To, to say, like, give too, too much advice on that just because I don't know too much about cryptocurrency. You know, that's very, like, it's not new, but it, for me, it's, like, super, super confusing. But I hope to learn about it um, eventually. Yeah. How did, so how did you how did you learn? Because you were saying you're, you came from just a typical um, childhood upbringing. Mm -hmm. Where did you learn about, like, the financial stuff? I can tell you know a lot. So, all right. So this is like the whole story, how this happened. So um, grew up in the area, like kind of got in a little bit of trouble. Things happened. So I decided to go to the military, get myself together. Um, went to the military. After I finished the military, I came back, came back home. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. So government contracting is really, really big here. Like everybody's a government contractor or works for the government or something like that. So um, I had a clearance from the military. So I said, well, I guess I'm going to do that. So my goal at the time, I said, well, I want to make 100000 I said, if I make 100000 then that means I made it in life. I'm set for life. Like, that's it, which which is funny now to think about it. But that's what I thought at the time. 
So I worked, I worked. I think I was working two jobs at a point. Like I'm working so hard just to make this 100000 So I'm working probably about 80 hours a week. So February the next year, did my taxes. She's like, yeah, you, I made like 110, 115, something like that. So I was like, okay. But I wasn't happy because I was like, I know how hard I had to work to do that. I was yeah. like, in my head, I told myself, I said, if this is what I have to do to make this kind of money, I said, I just want to be broke. Like, I don't want to do this no more. I just want to be broke. I just want to chill. Like, this is too sound much. Like, you sound like me. I went through a similar, I'll tell my story after yours. I went through something similar. Oh, yeah. So that's, and I, I did that and I had thought about it. I said, you know, like, of course, I'm very, very inquisitive. So I'm just like, there's no way. Like, I, I look up to like, you know, Jay-Z, stuff like that, Beyonce. I'm always looking up to, I always looking at people like that. So I'm just like, there's no way that Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting here doing all this that I'm doing. I said, this, this is not making sense. So at that point, um, my mother used to always tell me reading is fundamental. So I literally start picking up books and start reading books, like reading books, learning, educating myself. Every time I had a question, I didn't know this. I'm like, let me read this book or whatever. Um, my grandfather, he had did, he did tell me some things um, that finally started to make sense. And so I realized that we had been doing everything the wrong. Like none of the people we look up, well, I don't say we, but none of the people that I was looking up to were doing anything what I was doing. They were investing their money. They were starting businesses. They were buying real estate. They were doing those three things, not going and working for the rest of their life, saving at a company. That's what they were doing. So at that point, I realized like, I messed up when I start learning so many different things like tax benefits and taxes and things like that and how the tax code wasn't made for employees. It was made for business owners. Like all those things really helped me determine like I've been doing everything the wrong way the entire time. Mm. So that's pretty much how I found out already. Yeah, I remember I had uh, I was a manager. I remember I was so stuck on making 100, 100 G, 100,000 and I made okay. like I got to like 103. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> no, I said I was like shit. I guess it came out. I guess you know anything they give you that money, just whatever. I don't care about money. <laughs> I would say I'm I'm like in the I'm in the rebuilding stage, but I'm kind of like where I was where I started. But I'm not working twice. I'm working like fifty percent less as hard. Mm -hmm. So it's like you got to learn that. And then I think that's kind of like I don't know. I think like maybe it's kind of like your. Um, parents or like you know they always tell you you gotta work twice as hard that mm -hmm. is a false no you don't gotta work hard mm -hmm. you gotta work smart <laughs> so i think we gotta i, I, say, I say that in a book it's hard and all that shit i said in a book you you have to work smart like working working hard is a it's a scam like they want you but you gotta understand like most of the people we're working for like they go and they set up these systems and they need you to work so like people have to work unfortunately like some people have to work but you don't have to. If you really have a goal to say, hey, like, I want to achieve financial freedom, um, it's possible. But you have to do what people who are financially free do. Like, you don't have to even re reinvent the wheel. Like, the same things I just said. Business, real estate, stocks. If you have a business, take that money from your business. Use that to buy real estate and stocks. Start other businesses. But keep washing the money, flipping the money. Keep doing that until you're able to get to the point where you have passive income 10 20 30 40 whatever amount you want per month um i also talk about reducing reducing your expenses so like when you're trying to get to that point where you can be financially free i think especially in the black community like at least where i'm at 
everybody wants to buy the Benz, the BMW, the nice car, all these other things, which are cool, but delayed gratification is important. So mm. if you can wait, hold that off, wait till you get to a certain point, but don't do it now because that money, let's say, I mean, I don't know how much a Benz car, no, like I, I have a, I mean, I drive a Lexus, so I can't talk, but I mean, that little Lexus note isn't nothing for me. But if you got saying some people with two thousand dollar car notes and stuff like that, well, that two thousand you can do something with that. That's a that's a good amount of money you can do something with. Hey, so, you you know what else they don't talk about with them what? cars? What like BMWs and stuff? They don't talk about the maintenance. Yeah, exactly. That's like you buy, so it's like really like you buying the two cars yeah. just off the yeah. maintenance. Yeah, maintenance, insurance, all all kinds of stuff. So. All that money, I feel like you can use that for something else. And then you can still get the car. I mean, you can get the, the bins. I'm not saying don't get the bins. I'm saying wait until you're at a point where it's not really affecting you that much. But if you got to get the bins and you know that bins is going to make you, you got a slave at a job or something, I don't think you should get it. I think you should wait. Like, just keep keep refreshing your money, keep washing your money, keep flipping your money. Yeah, I'm going to say, but um, I know, like, in hip-hop, it's a trend where a lot of people um, – they, they'll fake it till they make it. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll get all that stuff just to, so people will think they got it. And sometimes mm -hmm. they, sometimes they'll end up getting it, but sometimes like they just get so much debt because they that money don't even last. You know, hip-hop rap mm -hmm. money don't last. So that's why mm -hmm. a lot of these rappers end up going bankrupt and you know losing all their money because they spending mm -hmm. all this money to put up an image. I mean, not even just rappers. People do it. Yeah. I mean, people will do it on social media all day. Um, I definitely think you know, sometimes, like, if you have certain things, it can get you in a room with people maybe you wouldn't be in a room with before. Like, it definitely can. But at the same time, if you know, I got to get this Benz, I'm going to have to go get a loan. Do I, like, that's a lot. That's too much. So I feel like be genuine. But that's why I always tell people, like, be mindful what you see on social media because everything is not it's not what it seems. Yeah, I remember um, even, even how you say the financial dream. I was thinking about if you, um, I don't know if you heard, um, did you hear Farrakhan when he was talking to Kanye and, uh, well, Ye and Kyrie? I, I didn't, I don't want, I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't see the whole thing though. Yeah. Like one part he said, he was like, he was like, our life is more than a piece of paper with a white man on it. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like that sometimes too. I was like, I, don't, I always like look at stuff. Okay. If I say why I'm doing something, if I say I'm doing it for the money, there ain't no good reason to me. Like, if I'm mm -hmm. just doing something for the money, that's really not a good reason for me because what is money? Like, it has to be deeper than just mm -hmm. people do a lot of things for money. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's like you always got to find your, the true meaning behind why mm -hmm. you move the way you move. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I, I, I agree. It's at the core. So, I, for me, so for me, financial freedom is obviously the goal is to get money, but it's a purpose for that money. What can I do with that money? Does that allow me to spend more time with my family? Does that allow me to do things for my family? Those are all the reasons. So money is just a tool. Um, I think everyone has to figure out. I feel like it's super, super, we make it so complicated. What do you want out of life? Like start with the end in mind. What exactly do you want? If you want to say, I want to go, some people say they don't want to work. If you say you don't want to work, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's cool. Some people say they want to work, but they want to do something they're more passionate about. Cool. You might say you want to sit on the beach all day, like whatever makes you happy at your core, not the bins, whatever. I feel like when you really have money, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't because you're used to it. So if you're used to going to 
you know, Ruth Chris every day and Capital Grill every day. Okay, eventually it's like, all right, well, this is not interesting anymore. I want a home cooked meal or whatever the case may be. But what is it that you want? Once you figure out what you want, get to it. You don't have to wait. Like, I guess my biggest thing is, is not waiting until you're 67, 70 years old to say, hey, I'm going to live life. The average life expectancy for the United States is like 74. Shit, they said black men like 52. <laughs> so it's like if you're 74 and retirement, yeah. so full retirement age right now, if you were born after 1961, full retirement age is 67 and a half. So if if life inspection is 74, what is that? Nine years? No, but I'm saying if a black man, we gonna die when we're 57, so we ain't gonna make it. Well, I, I know plenty of black men who are more than 57 <laughs> who are more than 57, but I'm just, I still have to say is that why would you do all that if it's not? Like, if you're only going to be free for seven, nine, why would you do that? It's like, backwards. It's, backwards. It's, it's backwards. You should live your best life now. But I also say be realistic. So I know people who say, well, I'm going to live my best life, so I'm not going to do nothing. Well, that's not smart because you have to make sure that you're taken care of. Like, you don't want to be struggling and poor like I hope you don't want to be that way so you have to make a plan and stick to it but I think the biggest factor for most people I talk to is people are lazy that's what it comes down to I think people are lazy and they make excuses so oh, I can't do this because I don't have this I can't do this because I don't have x that's not true you can do you can do whatever like I've gotten everything from just sitting grinding making a plan Trying again, if something doesn't work, I try again, try again, try again. But you have to not be lazy. You have to really be committed to the whole purpose, the whole goal. If your goal is financial freedom, you have to be committed to it. It does require sacrifice. I mean, it requires delay. You might have to change your friends. Like, it just depends on whatever it is you need to do. Yeah, I remember uh, I had interviewed a porn star. She said that's why she did porn, because she was lazy. I'm like, damn. Because she was lazy. Yep, like that's the easiest way to make money. I was like, shit, like you ain't nothing else you could have did. <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, like, you're right. You, I'm, I'm, I'm for real. You definitely right. I have heard people, a lot mm -hmm. of people just don't do stuff because they're lazy. But I was gonna ask you because you, you threw that um, start a business up like it's hella easy to start a business. So it's not. What's your tips for a starting business? <sighs> Try again. Keep trying until you oh. get something right. That's. I feel like you're gonna fail way more times than you than you win. But I guess, well, I guess like how would you um because you know, some people like I remember the uh, I don't remember the her name, but I remember it was one girl, she started selling the pink sauce. But the I shit did, was, I, it wasn't approved by the FDA, so mm -hmm. she had to take it off. So how would you I guess some people just they don't follow the correct they gotta understand that every business has I'd be like, dude, I definitely am for being legal like go the legal route with everything completely legal do it the right way um learn i actually feel like if you can go get a job in the business that you want to start do that so you can learn on somebody else's dime if you want to go be a chef or open up a restaurant maybe go work at a restaurant just to see how they run everything where you don't you can kind of learn talk to people you can consult something but learn i think it's a trial and error experience so i feel like most people who have successful businesses have had plenty of other unsuccessful businesses. Yeah, I had to, like, even with me and my career, I had to kind of reassess my career because I was just thinking, like, I I'm going to go into a field, so now I'm going to cybersecurity. So mm -hmm. I feel like cybersecurity is something that I can pass along to my, my kids and all that, and we can 
family, everything. Before mm-hmm. I was just a uh, manager, so that's mm-hmm. kind of like harder. To, you can't. That ain't no. You know, you just manage it. So mm-hmm. I had to like reassess myself. Cause I'm figuring like even even any job you do, like you said, you want to do it where you can um like follow like a restaurant. If you want to work mm-hmm. a restaurant, go work your ass at Taco Bell for a few years, and then take over Taco Bell or open your own Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. If you if, you, if it's if you're not doing a job where you can't do your own business with it, it kind of don't make no sense from the beginning. Yeah. I think I mean, it just depends. Do I feel like do what you got to do? Um, of course, business. You need some money to to invest in your business. So, like, I'm totally for like. I think nail people say, "Oh, it's it's okay. it's something wrong with working." I'm totally for if you if you need to work, work. Do what you have to do. I mean, to get some money so that you can invest into your business, do what it is that you need to do. Yeah, I know in hip hop. I don't know. I think a lot of. I mean, they probably don't be lying, but a lot of no. people they always uh. They always promote like, oh, I was a drug dealer, then I got into like Jay Z. Like you say, you like Jay Z. So mm-hmm. what do you think about Jay Z? His dream, like I, he, he said he was doing, he was selling drugs and all that. And I, just the plight of Jay Z. I mean, about that. I mean, they all say that, so I don't know. But I like the fact that he's has a, like he has Marcy Ventures and stuff. Like I like the fact that he has transitioned from not just a rapper, he's a business nail businessman now. So I actually still like Jay Z. I like his music. I like Nas. I think KD3 is great. Um, but I feel like it's important to have something like always think about the next step, the transition. Because most of the time, especially when it comes to like rap, rap, sports, all that, like you're not going to rap forever. You're not going to play sports together. Like I'm a trainer. Reality is this. It's a lot of women younger than me who are doing it. So I have to think, OK, what happens when, you know, I'm 40? Like, am I still going to be competitive? Like, I don't know. So I have to think of what's the next step for me after training? What's the next step? Like, I'm always thinking about what's next, not just right now. Got to stay ready. Yeah, I think with the training, though, shit, I think a lot of people respect the, um, because they know you got more age. Because, like, a lot of these trainers Mm -hmm. now, like, I go to the gym, they're, like, 21 Mm -hmm. years old, 22 years old. They don't know shit. They're going to get you hurt. Mm-hmm. And how you doing all this crazy shit? <laughs> so, like, you see on social media, like a lot of them not even trainers. Yeah. So, like, I was on like a rebellion, like a social media rebellion, because I'm just like, you have people promoting like tummy teas and green, all this stuff that's what to make you lose weight. I'm like, that's not, it doesn't true. I was like, if a tea is making you lose weight, it's making you pee water, like right. your water. That's it's it. Water. Like, it's not doing anything to your the fat content on your body or nothing like that. So, like, you just have to literally. Have a good trainer to kind of guide you and what to do, but yeah. I feel What's like. That? What's up? No, go ahead. I was telling you, um, me and my wife actually. So we did, we did uh, for five days. We did just like a liquid fast, so we like mostly soups, and mm-hmm. then now we're just doing we doing vegan. So we probably like on our like uh, this our second week going vegan. Mm. I like it. I like um it actually feel good not eating meat for a while. Like I, I did pescatarian for a year before. Mm-hmm. But I like I like vegan because I think I was just eating so much because it just sometimes just feel good not to eat that and just see how your mm-hmm. body like damn, this is what happened when I'm not doing this. Yeah. And, like I now I'm, I'm not eating like, like, huh? Like I definitely tell people that like you don't have to have meat. Just in, if you're even if you're not vegan, you're a, a regular carnivore, omnivore, whatever you want to call it. Like, you don't have to eat meat every day. Like, you don't have to wake up, eat bacon, then eat a turkey sandwich for lunch, eat that. Like, eat meat one time a day or something like that. Like, you don't have to. And then red meat, like, don't eat too much red meat at all. 
Yeah, I think I'm enjoying the starting to it make you enjoy the other like the vegetables more and the fruit more. Oh, absolutely. I make a so I make this this thing called an acai bowl. I make that every morning. Mm-hmm. Like okay. every single morning. Oh, so you be on tilt every morning. You dead because that should be how your brain popping. I be feeling that shit when I eat. I feel like Mario. <laughs> yeah, I be I mean, I feel so I feel great when I don't eat healthy. That's when my stomach, my stomach be hurting. I had some pizza. What I had last night? Pizza and Popeyes last night. Stomach was hurting last night, this morning, everything. And I'm like, I know why. So back to my acai bowls and green juice, smoothies, cold pressed juice, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like me, I'm gonna say, like me and my um, we first we, it took us a while to get used to it, but I was like, damn, it actually kind of feel all right. Like I feel like the health effects, and I actually feel good. So I'm like, like you go to our refrigerator, that shit look like just all clean in there. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it looks like one of them, you know, when they be like come to my crib for them little mm-hmm. uh, tours. Shit, mm-hmm. all clean in there, but I was just like, nah, I think this is cool. I'm start trying to do like this more because, like I said, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I say make 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 changes that you can implement permanently. Like I tell people, I don't believe in diets. I believe in making permanent changes. So what is something that you can permanently give up? So like soda, you don't have to have soda. If you go out to a restaurant or something where you want to drink, sure. But you don't have to have soda. So like the only thing I buy is probably the typical black person is I'll buy ginger ale um, just in case, you know, my stomach hurt or something. But other than that, like I don't buy soda. Um, Now in the event that I'm having a drink, sure. Or if I go out to eat. With ginger ale though. Which one? I like a. I kind of like Canada Dry. All right, all right, all right. That's the one. I like Canada Dry. <laughs> That's funny. You said so, took that person drink. That I mean, typical. Because the thing is, I feel like the ginger ale. Like, I feel like it's not even real ginger ale. Like, if you make, if you make um your own, like you can probably boil the ginger. You can make your own, and they actually have one. It's called Verner's. Um. That definitely tastes like strong, but I don't know. Something about the can of dry, I feel more comfortable just having it just in case something happened, like just in case my stomach hurt. But that's it. I don't buy Coke. I don't buy Sprite. If I go mm. out to eat nine times out of 10, I get water. Mm. No, I just, I forgot to tell you too. So we doing no meat and no bread. So I See, think I the bread is harder than the meat. So here's my thing. Like, it depends on you. Like, do you need a lot of bread? But I work out. So when I, my body can take a lot of carbs. If I showed you how much carbs I'm supposed to have a day, I can take a lot of carbs and I'll be okay. Like, I'll be fine. But if you know that you're not as active or your body reacts negatively to carbs, then you need to reduce it. I'm not really for keto because to me, keto is not sustainable. Like your body is naturally meant to process carbs as energy. So when you take that away and start relying on other stuff, it kind of changes stuff. Like, so I don't agree with that. You can just reduce your carbs. So I still think you can have some, but they have um like I used to give my clients, not give them, but tell them about this low carb bread. They have like low carb tortilla wraps and stuff. You don't have to have carbs every single meal. Um, but making small changes. So if you know you eat, you know, three cups of rice, you don't need that much, you know, half a cup or something like that. Um so there's plenty of things you can do, um, but I just think it's important to make like changes that you can implement permanently. Like, what can I do? What can I change about my diet that I can continue to keep this like this? So stuff like drinking more water, um, 
eating more fruits, eating more vegetables, things like that. Like, how can we incorporate more? Even vegetables, um, stay away from canned vegetables, like do frozen. It's like the best thing. Just get a frozen vegetable. Usually we're frozen. As soon as they pick it, they flash freeze it. So it has all its nutrients. You can do fresh, of course. But if you're like me, I buy fresh vegetables and they go bad. So I just buy frozen. Mm. Yeah, Tina said, great combo. Tina Nouvelle. Nouvelle, you know her? Tina. She said, great combo. Had to jump off, but let me know if you have another live chat. You see it? I do, I do. Yeah, she already just commented with us. What's up? So, Tina? All right. Cool. I would say, so why you a fan? You say you're a Beyonce fan? Why you a Beyonce fan? I think Beyonce's great. I feel like she's not, number one, she's a Virgo, right? I'm a Virgo. I just feel like if you're a Virgo, you automatically get points with me. But mm -hmm. I like the fact, I mean, I don't know her personally, so I can't say that, but I like her music. I like her grind. I feel like she's very private. So I like the fact that she doesn't do anything. Um, she doesn't need that that justification or gratification from the media. She'll just post something, boom. She dropped the album. Like she's private. So I'm very, very private as well. So I like to kind of just do things, do my own thing. Um so what's what's your plans with the book? Like going on tour or what's going um, on? That's that's the struggle, honestly, because I, I suck at marketing. So I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? Do I want to do a book tour? I'm super, super busy. So it's just like trying to make time for that. But I definitely have some things working to get it get it out there. Yeah, I think you say you suck at marketing, but the name kind of markets itself. So you, I think you got to get it out because the name going to catch some people. Yeah. It does. Some people are like, oh, what's this? The Hate America book? And I'm like, no, it's, it has nothing to do with hating America. Absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. I, th I, I thought that I forgot because you, you put on you said uh for the culture in the title too. What, like what's the whole title of the book again? So it's the American Dream is a Scam, a guide to financial freedom for the culture. What made you put for the culture at the end? Because I wanted to to really grab black folks' attention, like this is for us. So as it's written, it's written in my own voice um and everything like that. So I think it's important. It's an important topic. So I think especially for us, it's very, very important. I don't talk, I talk about my personal stories in the book. So my personal stories, I think it's, like I say, it's not technical. It's something that's easily digestible. It's not a long book. Um, it's like 140, 150 pages. So it's not long. You can read it in a couple of days if you sit down and read it. Um, but it's stuff that's applicable. So I think you sh people should, I think everybody should read it. Um, the comments are great. Um, you can go on Amazon.com, look at the comments. Comments are really good on Amazon. Um, it's a good book. I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. I actually have read the book a couple times, even though I wrote the book. Mm. You a Migos fan? Uh no, can I say that? Uh, I thought you I thought could you put for a culture that you when they had that song, do it for the culture. I mean, I like I like certain songs. I can't say I'm like, oh, I know every song. Like I probably know what. Bad and bougie. I don't know. You a Nipsey fan? Yes. Yeah, I already knew you. Because if you was a if you a Jay Z fan, you got to be a Nipsey fan. Cause I feel like Nipsey oh, was that thousand dollar album. Yeah. 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 I'm a Nipsey fan. I like Nas. I like I like a lot of Cali rappers. So Larry June, one of my favorite rappers. Jay Worthy, Burner, all but them. You, I like L.E.S. So who you like from the East Coast? From the East Coast? 
Jay Z, Nas. Uh, DC folks, you like? I like Wale and Shy Glizzy. Uh, but I don't like a lot of the uh the new artists. I don't I don't know. Like I'm not too. I don't know a lot of new artists. So like I know who Migos is, obviously. Um, who do I listen to? Like in Atlanta, Skipper the Flipper. Uh, he's not super mainstream. Um, I listen to Florida rappers. I don't know. It's weird because like most people, especially from DC, like you don't hear them say, "Oh, I like Larry June. I like Dom Kennedy." Like you don't hear that most of the time. No, you be on. But you that's know. just like my vibe or whatever. You need to go and move out here. You listen to them it's like expensive. that. So I I'm between DC and Florida a lot. So I really want to go to Florida, um, like permanently. But Cali's cool. It's just it's it's too expensive. Way too expensive. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know, but I've only been to LA. I've been to LA. I've been to Santa Monica. Yeah, mm -hmm. Santa Monica. That's it. I've been to Vegas. Vegas is cool, but I wouldn't want to live there. Mm -hmm. So, so I heard you know you were saying you you into fitness. I know you're into finance. You got any more interest? Uh, I own a couple properties. So I own a couple doors. Um. I do all kind of stuff. So you rent them out, or hmm? you rent them out the properties, or yeah, I have rentals. I have rentals. So how you deal with that? Because I didn't see like so many videos where I saw a video just the other day where somebody mm -hmm. moved out and the person left like basically a thousand beer cans in the house. That's nothing. So I had a tenant. This was back in August. So she had rent. She literally moved in, moved in, paid her security deposit, paid her prorated rent. They just didn't pay anymore. I'm like, I don't have a property manager for anything. I do everything myself because I use online systems. So I was like, I don't want to pay a property manager for something I can do from do from, do myself. So um, she stopped. She just didn't pay rent. And I asked her why. She told me she had kids. So I'm like, all right, well. I don't know what that's supposed to mean that she got kids and it was always well she gonna pay so she would submit a payment the payment would kick back so i'm like okay so i end up just asking her like look so depending on where you're at like laws are different like rental landlord tenant laws are different so i felt like all right do i want to press the money right now or do i want her to get out so my eyes i said i just want her to get out so i asked her hey do you want to voluntarily leave no, I don't want to leave. I don't want to uproot my youngest daughter. All right, cool. Sent her the paperwork. Like, hey, start an eviction pro process. So went to court, um, did all that, had to hire an eviction company, all that. When she finally, the day came, I wasn't here. I was in Florida. So I kind of just had somebody else handle the eviction. She basically got there. She got on the phone with me. She asked me, you know, why was I doing this to her? And I'm like, what do you mean? You haven't paid rent. So I, I have no choice but to do this. Um, she's driving a Benz. Her her boyfriend's driving a um, Lexus. How many months? Six. Damn. She got for a whole six months on yours? <laughs> yeah. but see, that's, that's, so that property is in Maryland. So that's how to, like Maryland is a, a tenant friendly state. Yeah. So they, and then after COVID, they had this thing where you have to get them 10 extra days. It's just basically a whole bunch of paperwork. So long story short, um, 
I had someone text me. So she got evicted. They gave her like until I think five o'clock to, to get her stuff because they put her stuff outside on the yard, gave her till five o'clock. I'm not there, so I can't monitor it. Um, but basically, somebody had texted me, you know, one of the people in the neighborhood had texted me, and she terrorized outside the house. She threw paint all on the on the uh the brick wall, she busted the window, she put toothpaste on the doorknob. She had called me, told me she was going to kill me and all kind of stuff like that. So, I mean, that's part of it. It is what it is. But I think um, I'll say that was a learning lesson because that was the first time in the five years I've been renting property. It was the first time I've ever had to, like, evict someone. Like, that was the first time. So it definitely has changed my perspective on a lot of things as far as that. And then, like, so... Do you have to cover that or do you have like insurance that covers when the tenants don't pay? No, I have to cover that. Yeah. So that's yeah. why as a as a real estate investor, you're supposed to always have reserves. So your tenants may not pay. So if you're in a state, let's say like Alabama or Florida, where you can get them out quickly, then that's fine. But if you're in a state where it's very uh tenant friendly, then they could be there for a year. It just depends on how fast, how fast the county moves. So you have to have reserves um, for all of that. So I had to pay everything while she wasn't. She didn't pay her electric bill. I had to pay that, um, pay her lecture bill, pay the water bill. Only thing I didn't pay was like the gas bill. Well, why did you have to pay the water? Because if you didn't pay that, when they got her out sooner, why did you have to pay the? No. So if, depending on where you at, I know in Maryland, if your tenant has a bill, has a utility bill that they don't pay, it falls back on the owner of the property. Hmm. That's good. So sometimes you can put something like you can put a stop on it. So like I put a stop on the water. So after a certain amount, they won't keep charging her. They'll just cut it off and then let that be the balance. Instead of saying, well, you're not paying it, but I'm going to keep charging you for water. They'll just cut it off. So like you do stuff like that. But like I said, will I buy any more properties in Maryland? No, I won't. Just because of that situation. Hmm. And then did you did you did, was it like some you like some about that person you're like man maybe I should have thought about this person like any red red flag you saw or not really not nah, because the whole thing was like usually I'll step in but I had a realtor a realtor do this so I was in Florida I had been in Florida back and forth so I'm like all right look I gotta go to Florida do some things like paid the realtor two thousand dollars to take care of everything was supposed to be the background check leasing all that stuff. None of that was done because when mm -hmm. I went and finally went behind him and looked stuff up, I'm like, she just got evicted like four months ago from another place. So like, how did, oh. how did this happen? And this, he don't know. So I think that's another thing. Like if you're going to work with realtor, you have to like do your due diligence just because realtors are in it for a check. Like they get a check once the property is sold, once it's rented out, like they get a check at the end of the deal. So they want that check. So they're going to do whatever they can to push forward, to move the process forward so they can get paid. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But it, so nothing happened to him though, even though he gave you a bad tenant. So I could try to like go to the board and try to sue him or whatever like that. But for me, sometimes I try not to get get legal involved. So I just know in the future not to use him. And I definitely like word of mouth have told people like, hey, don't use him. So I feel like karma comes back. But did I really want to go and do all that? I did ask him to see, like, we had conversations afterward just to see what he say. So what I was hoping he said was, 
hey, here's your $2,000 back for my mistake. Did that happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. So I was just like, that's crazy. But I mean, it is what it is. I feel like it's part of the process. So if you do it long enough, I feel like eventually you'll probably have, you'll have a bad tenant. You'll have a situation happen. But I'm actually glad, I'm glad it happened now, as opposed to 15 years later, like now I'm, I'm 15 years in and this happens. I've never dealt with it. Like, all right, five years in, I got this out the way. So now I've learned it. So, all right, I have experience to do this. If it happens again, I know exactly what to do. I know how to handle this. Like I'm not as, as freaked out by it that I was this time. So and you're not working anymore. You're just doing real estate. Yeah. Oh, you're doing training, 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 real estate book. Um, I actually don't train right now anymore. Mm. So possibly maybe start back again but right now i just don't have the time that's what's up yep so what would you like to leave the listeners with go after freedom go after your happiness it's possible to get everything you want out of life if you're willing to work for it all right you said go after freedom how you feel about yay then so Kyrie Irving, both of them, how you feel about them? I think like they're going out their freedom. And so you say Kyrie and Yay. So all right. I've I was a Kanye fan like since he came out. Like, do I do I like his new music? No. Like I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. Um, but I feel like Kanye makes good points. I feel like he might, he just doesn't always deliver them in a way that's um maybe easily understood. But I definitely feel like you have to have an open mind to be able to understand certain things. Um, I have an open mind, so if someone says something, I'm kind of like, okay, well, let me be more inquisitive to as to why they say that. Um, I don't think he's wrong about a lot of stuff. Um, certain things he says, I think could be could be wrong. I don't know. Um, he has his opinion. Like I feel like we're in the U.S., you have freedom of speech, but freedom of speech doesn't come without consequences. So kind of like Kyrie, Kyrie posted that. So to be real with you, I watched the movie. Um, I know for a fact that everyone who has something to say about it didn't watch the movie. The movie is like three, it's almost four hours long. It's a very, very long movie. Um, did they really talk? Did they say like hate you? It wasn't about that. Literally, it was about how they their their perspective is that black people are the original Jews or something like that. So like that was their perspective. So I think it just comes down to the other people who feel like that's not true. So because they feel like it's not true, they're like, oh, well, he's anti-Semitic. That's I didn't get that from the movie at all. I don't get that from him at all. Um, I think he should be allowed to post it. So I think I don't think he's wrong for it. I think will there be back will excuse me, will there be backlash? Absolutely. Like some of your all these companies and people are all owned by a lot of them are Jewish who own those companies. So I feel like that's I mean, that's expected. So I think he should continue to post whatever he wants as long as he's prepared for the consequences and the backlash. Like if he doesn't care about it, then cool, keep keep, move, keep moving forward. Um, so I didn't see an issue. I mean, I personally didn't see an issue with it. Yeah, I guess I guess my only thing with uh, the Kyrie situation is, Tia, why you ain't mad at Amazon then? Yeah, Amazon is selling the book. So even like I, I was telling, I said it's just like. Yeah. They mad at black people for selling the drugs, but we don't fly the, we yeah. don't bring the drugs in. Yeah. Why don't you be mad at the guy that's selling the book if it's anti Semitic? Because they not. They not. They well, <laughs> because like, they not. It, it don't 
they not they not gonna be mad at Amazon. Like they're gonna just keep talking about oh Kyrie, Kyrie, condemn him, condemn. Then I saw he gotta pay five hundred thousand. I was like, how you gonna tell this man what to do with his money? Like and they made pay. him do they made him pay that money, then it's like six steps he gotta do. Yeah, he gotta meet, sit down with people and stuff. I'm like, they just I feel like all that is like like buck breaking. They wanna tell you you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Like that's 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 just too much. Like he don't have to do all that. I'm like at the end of the day, like let him play. Like y'all gonna be mad, y'all gonna get over it or not. Like I feel like everything is about opinions, but people have to understand that people have different opinions and you have to be okay with that. People like I know people who vote for Trump. I know people who voted for for like okay. I don't I don't get mad at anybody for their opinions. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I might ask why, like what made you do that? What made you feel that way? Okay. Sometimes they even have a good point. And I'm like, I can understand that. But it's okay to respectfully disagree. But for him to get the backlash that he did for making a post, I think is wrong. He's not getting paid off the movie. He didn't endorse the movie. He just, what do he say? Watch the movie, wake up, something like that. Like, all right. What about Ye? Same thing. I think Ye said, like, when he said the whole George Floyd thing, I was like, hey, that was wild. But I think overall, I think he says some things that are true. I think his delivery is just off. Um, I think his delivery is just off. So yeah, I don't think was, everything he said. Hmm? Even with the George Floyd thing, so I was like, damn. Because I, I saw, I actually had, I didn't watch that Candace Owen documentary, but I had to look that stuff up when he was saying he had fentanyl in the system when he died. And it did say he had fentanyl in the system when he died. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why did, I don't know. I think some, some of this shit like. I mean, I think see, he, he says a lot of things. So even when he had said like slavery was a choice, people were mad at that. So the way I took it, um, and I don't know if this is how it was meant, but I took it that black people stayed slaves. So, I mean, if you think about it in that aspect, sure, it was a choice. If we stayed slaves, but at the same time, so it, it, it come from two sides. So if you a slave and all you know is slavery, then you might be like, damn, I don't want to be a slave no more, but I don't know what else. So like, damn, I guess I'm going to be a slave. Like if you had, you know, however many slaves to one master or a couple, you know, people they had to, to answer to, like, sure, they could have done something. So you have like Nat Turner who went and they had to, you know, he rebelled. You have different slaves who you hear about who did rebel, but in a sense, people did stay slaves. I mean, like, I took it like that, but I didn't take it as he meant anything like negative about it. But I heard recently, like, he wasn't even talking about that. He was talking, he wasn't even talking about slavery. He was talking more so about like contracts and stuff. That's what I heard recently. But who knows? But again, it goes back to having an open mind. So it's because someone says something. Oh man, that sucks. I hate you. Nah, like it's not that isn't it wasn't that deep to me. You know what too? I, I realized with Kanye too. I was like, man, everybody be getting mad at uh 50 Cent and, and um 6ix9ine, but Kanye is like an original troll. He be trolling. <laughs> he been uh-huh. trolling since that damn George Bush don't like black people. So Kanye say, I think he now he realized these people, whatever I say, they're gonna eat up. So he's gonna say the mm-hmm. most. Like how long was people talking? We still talking about Kanye. It was like two, two, two weeks later. So he knows what to say to get his name out there. Like it's like the perfect marketing what he does now. So I realized that. But um, I think John Sally was saying, I, I, I thought what he said was good. He was like, man, just um, when you when you see all this stuff like this going on the news, just look around. He said, take a step back and look around and see what's really going on. He said, usually. 
that stuff is in the media just to blindfold you from what's really going on. Yeah. So. I mean, the media, the media, I told you, the media has an agenda. Like, there's an agenda, which is why, like, I don't watch, like, it's some stuff I just don't watch. I don't watch too much news anymore. Like, I kind of look up the basic stuff. I don't because it's it usually negative. So I'm like, but there's an agenda. That's the whole reason. I remember I studied, when I went to college, I studied, like, terrorism. The whole purpose of terrorism is terrorists use the media to to get their word across. So they know the media is going to exploit everything they do. So that's why they go and they send videos. Like, they sending, all that stuff is for a reason. They want to incite fear. So the media wants to have the agenda, whatever the media says. But again, it goes back to only certain things can be displayed because the media companies, who are they owned by? If you look up who they're owned by, um, certain families and stuff like that, like Anderson Cooper, I believe he's a descendant of the Rockefellers. Like you have to look up all this stuff and see like how everything is connected. So, okay, well, if that's the case, all right, well, I'm going to say this. So like, I guess in a sense, like, I feel like Kyrie is expected to get backlash. You work for, I mean, you work for the NBA. So yeah. you're, not, you're not getting your, you get money, but it's not coming. Yeah, It's strings attached to this. So that means, okay, well, I got to do this. I got to do this. So of course, if you go against that, they're going to stop you on the hand. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, 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 no. Like we pay you, we in control here. So like, again, it goes back to like, a lot of stuff is connected. So it's expected. But I think even like to go back to Ye, like when he was mad before about um, the whole like, I remember when Ye was first trying to get into fashion. Oh, they don't want to support me. They don't want to support yeah. me. He should have been doing his own thing. So it's funny because when Sway, just Sway with interview, Sway told him that. And he, oh, you ain't got the answers. But clearly he did because you should have been did that. But I think Ye wanted that support. Like he wanted support from all these brands prior to that. But again, it all comes with like, strings attached it comes with something to it so i felt like at the time kanye had a big enough like support file that's when kanye was hot too like was 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 it he could have easily like did the same like did the same thing may he he probably wouldn't have had the knowledge maybe of everything like not even the design part but the process of how it works he may have not had that knowledge but i think he could have did it and been fine and had just yeezy be a standalone brand I think it would have been cool. Like, I know he was selling the, like, the clothes or whatever at one point. I remember I was in Atlanta and Linux, and they had, like, a pop-up. And his shirt was, like, three $400. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying that. But. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's crazy. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, everything work out with him, man. I want to see what happens to Kanye after this. Yeah, for sure. He lost a lot of money. He's still rich. He's still got more money than than me. Most people, so I mean, well, what you think about um, like what Farrakhan was saying? Farrakhan said he's like, did he really have that much money? Because he was like, he said a lot. He said they giving us stuff, they putting it on paper, but they ain't giving it to us. Because he said he's saying if he had that much money, how could you really lose that much money if you really had that much money? You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's true because a lot. So a lot of stuff when people say like, for example, millionaire, right? Most people who are millionaires or whatever have money, it's not like oh, I got a million dollars in my bank. It's net worth. So how much is this property worth? How much is this worth? How much is this worth? How much is all this stuff worth? Like on paper, I'm a millionaire, but do I have a million dollars in my bank account? To be real with you, no, I don't. So I feel like all this is like, it's hypothetical. Like, all right, if I was to to sell this or whatever, but even if you sell something, 
you may not walk away with a million. Well, you probably not because of taxes. Yeah. So like, I think that's true. So a lot of stuff is valuation is how much was this contract worth? How much is this all valuation? So it is in a sense, it's monopoly money. Like it's not real, particularly like a lot of, a lot of everything is monopoly money. It's just hypothetical. Like most people don't have thousands, a hundred, like most people don't have that. Yeah. Once they, once they took away the gold, the dollar being backed by gold, that's why mm -hmm. they did that. So now you can just print money up. Mm -hmm. You can do that before when they had it black backed by gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that people just got to like opening eyes, just opening eyes and understand. So I feel like be, I've always learned like be slow to speak very quick to listen so like i listen i'm a very observant so some people say oh you you're quiet i'm an introvert will say i'll talk but i'm an introvert so i do a lot of listening and observing i'm like this and somebody say something i'm like hmm i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna look that up like i'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up like that's the type of person i am so i think every time somebody says something so like i said when Kyrie, they were mad at Kyrie. like i'm like okay so what i did before i even had anything to say about it i said let me go to amazon find this movie Movies boring as hell, number one. That's but the book hmm? was like $40 too. Nah, not the book, the movie. Yeah, the movie, the movie's like $40. Nah, not when I got it. The movie oh. was like $7.99, I mean, they did. Mm -hmm. Oh, they, they're capitalizing off of the hype. But yeah. yeah, I got it. Like I said, it's like three and a half, it's at least three and a half hours long. It's very, very long. So if you ever seen Hidden Colors, it reminds you a lot of Hidden Colors. But Hidden Colors, I'm saying it funny, Hidden Colors is way more, like, interesting, exciting. This movie was very, very, very dry and boring, um, which is why I say I know everyone hasn't watched the movie. Like, there's yeah. no way possible that everyone say, oh, yeah, I, he posted it. Oh, I just went and watched that movie. No, you made an assumption because it said Hebrews and Negroes. You made an assumption that it was this, and that wasn't the case at all. Yeah, I was going to hit because I heard you... Um... I actually got that book. The book is 36 hours. I ain't read it yet. 36? Yup. I was like, what are you talking about that damn long for? I didn't know they had a book. Yeah, it's a book. I got the book yeah. off of Audible. Yeah. I don't know they had a book about that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So I think um I can't say like I know I know I studied like um a couple of religions and stuff, but I actually was recently reading more about like Judaism and mm -hmm. It's similar to Christianity. So Judaism is basically like the first, the the Old Testament and the Bible is like the New Testament. So I, I read about that. Um, as far as speculation, were were Hebrews originally black? Like, I don't know. Like I who am I to say? So like I don't know. I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. So I feel like my idea is whatever you believe in, whatever makes you happy, like go for it. But you can't be mad at somebody else for believing that so like they shouldn't be mad at the black people who believe that, that they shouldn't be nobody should be mad at that like i don't feel like that's disrespectful if they honestly wholeheartedly believe that you shouldn't be mad why be mad about it i will say um i sound like you're a Tariq fan you dropped like two of his uh books his movies i heard you say buck breaking and hidden colors so you're a Tariq fan to who Tariq. who's Tariq? Tariq he the one that came out with hidden colors I thought Hidden Color was was Umar. No, that was Tariq. He did Buck Breaking and he did Hidden Colors. Nah, I ain't never heard of him. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. I know the term, I know what the term buck breaking means, and I've seen Hidden Colors. Yeah. But I um, thought Hidden Colors, because what's his name? 
Umar Johnson used to always promote Hidden Colors. So I remember I yeah. watched that and I was like, oh man, I watch all kind of stuff like that. Yeah, so the guy that produced, the guy that like Umar was on it, but the guy that produced it, his name's Tariq Nasheed. And I think he went all the way to like Hidden Colors 4. You said where? He went all the way up to Hidden Colors 4. Yeah, so I saw, I think I saw one and two. And they had a movie like on um, what is it? Was it VHS or DVD? But I don't have a DVD player anymore or VHS. So like I don't know if they do like downloads. They do downloads. Um, I think it, I think Hidden Colors is dope because I feel like especially black people like it's and I think that is like the root of a lot of the issue is like black people who are born in the United States of America. Most of us don't really know where we come from. Like I remember I did Ancestry. Like, cause I was like, when I was in the military, it was a guy, he was Asian. He said his family has like this, I don't even know, like this book with like every single generation in it that goes back right. years and years and years. I was like, wow, they asking me, oh, so, so where do you come from? I'm just like, DC, I guess. Like, I must be a shit. That's what I say. Yeah, I was like, DC. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like. I don't know. It's like, so what are you? Are you, you Jamaican? You African? I said, I'm just, I'm just regular black, I guess. I don't know. So I end up doing the ancestry thing just to see. And it, of course it told me like Ivory Coast, Nigeria, stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. But did that really tell me anything to be honest with you? No, because I still feel like I don't, I don't know where I come from. And I think we were taught, like I was taught basically, you know, we came here as slaves and then slavery ended in 1865 and, and and that's that so it's like if i go back to like my grandmother like i know where my grandmother's from she knows where her mother's from but after that like i honestly have no idea i couldn't tell you do you um you listen to dane calloway nah i'm gonna look that up you gotta listen to him he, he's saying that basically like uh, he his his theory is how they say we came over here through through the slave ships and shit. Mm -hmm. He's saying that's false. And he's saying we were basically the original Indians. So but a okay, lot of people a lot of people agree with him. Like in like the way he break it down with the science with the knowledge and the research. Mm -hmm. yeah, like he researched that shit thoroughly. So I'd be like, well, because people, you know, I feel like when I was growing up, people used to always say, like, oh yeah, I'm Cherokee. I'm Cherokee. I'd be like, oh, okay. But the crazy thing is, like, my grandfather's mother. She actually was like Native American. I don't know. So it's like, it's weird because when you look at, and that's the thing, when you look at ancestry, I'm like, I knew that I was told she was Native American. If I, and if I even showed you a picture of her, you'd be like, oh, she looks Native American. But it doesn't say anything on ancestry about like Native American or that. It just says go right back to Africa. They try I don't to know. Keep, I think they're trying to keep that shit away from us. But well, I, I think Ancestry also is not a, a Black-owned company. Like, it's... I don't know, but it's not a Black-owned company. So I feel like, again, you got to be skeptical about a lot of that kind of stuff. But I just uh, feel like research, reading, reading, reading. Um, Like I said, I've researched... I'm still not done, but I've researched... I have family who's Muslim. I have family who's Christian. I have family who's like me. I feel like my younger family is like me, just spiritual. Like, I believe in God... I believe there's a heaven. I believe there's a hell. I believe that there's certain principles you should live your life by. I believe in all that stuff. But do I say like, hey, I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. No, I've been to a mosque. I've been to the church. Like, I don't know. So I just feel like for me, there's a lot of similarities, 
So I think if people were a little bit more open, you can see that, hey, there are a lot of sim similarities in this. But I think I can say like my overall, I guess if I had to come up with one conclusion, I would say that there's one guy, but there's multiple paths. So everybody has a different, you know, pathway that helps them get helps them get there. And that's cool with me. Hey, I had um, I, I was gonna tell you. So I took the, I actually took the ancestry test too. Uh huh. And um, but I, I couldn't believe it because, man, I was like, damn. So on my mom's side, it was saying we was related to Nelson Mandela. And on my oh, dad's really? side, yeah. On my dad's side, it's saying I'm related to Pharaoh Ramses II. So I'm like, shit. So I don't even want to hardly believe it. I got some big dogs in my blood. And then I, I took the damn, I took the DNA one too. So I took mm -hmm. two. And the DNA one was basically saying the same stuff. So I'm like, shit. Mm. Yeah. But I took both of them just to double check it. But um, have you did that one? Have you took both of them? Or you just took one? Mm -mm. I know there's one. It's, oh, you're talking about the one that say like, it's a DNA it's, one? It's the, um, uh. it's the ancestry dot. It's the, um, the, um, 23 the 23 me one or something yeah nah i just took ancestry because are they not the same thing no i did ancestry ancestry i did that one because i've been i've been man, i've been working on actually I, had, I think i had a school project like in 05 and it was like do your family tree and mm -hmm. i think i did it on there and i just kept adding but then mm -hmm. the 23 and me one is the one that was telling me about nessa mandela and, and farrah ramsey so mm -hmm. I, would, I would take that one too just to see if they match, but my shit was matching. Like it was like pretty much the same results on my on my stuff. So I was like, okay. I, I heard there was a, bl a black sure. one. Um, I don't even know what it was called. But I heard there was a black one. I said, I said I might, but sometimes I'm like, man, do I do I even really want to know all this right now? I was the black on one, but I was like, man, the black that's, that's the property. Now this is the thing about black on stuff. Sometimes I'm trying to do a black on one. It costs like three times more than the other ones. I'm like, come on, man, like shit. Like you know, like, <laughs> you know you, I was trying to get. Let me yeah, you charge your shit, your shit four hundred. Now mm. you know that one cost about seventy five dollars, but then you want to charge you for two, three hundred. Mm. So I think I got mine course. off a of Groupon or something like that because yeah. I don't want to say I paid. I feel like I paid like forty dollars for it. Forty dollars did a little swab thing and came yeah, back. Twenty three and me got more more test on it too. So yeah, try try the twenty three and me just to make sure they match up. Which you need more tests. Then you know if it's just legit. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But I'm saying, black people, we we need to 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 be powerful. We need to be free. We need to do what we are are meant to do. Whatever our purpose is, like we need to do that and focus on that, and not focus on all the other stuff, all the distractions going on in the world. So, right. absolutely, go get my book. All right. I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me. Appreciate it. Did you um? You watch Black Panther yet or no? Nope. All right, I'll so. go see it eventually. I don't know. All right, you was it good? I ain't seen it yet either. I was gonna ask you oh. about it. I'm waiting till it come on. I'm not going to the movie theater. I gotta wait till it come on the stuff, the TV, the streams. Yeah, I might do that. I might do that. I'm right. I'm just not. I don't know. I just not in. I'm not going. I'm into going to movies no more like that. Especially all these germs flying around. Yeah, and all these active shooters. You hear me? You got any shout outs? Uh, nah, you can get the book at www.americandreamisascam.com. You can search it on Amazon. My Instagram is J A L E, finally free. J E L E, finally free. J A L E, finally free. Oh, yeah, that shit popped up right when I. Ooh. So, 
be real with you, most people call me, know me by Jaylay and not Janelle. So my nickname. Oh, I was right earlier. Were you? Remember when I was I was saying how did I, how did I pronounce your name? I said it a whole nother way. I was right then, huh? Well, I didn't know because I feel like I ain't even know. But most people call me Jaylay. My name is Janelle, but most people call me Jaylay. Man, that shit. I don't know, man. I think like, man, it's like. I don't know what's going on with these computers nowadays because you you just told me your name and I was like let me type it in and I just typed in J and the name came in exactly how you told me I'm like how did that just like <laughs> is he listening to us talk and he's like oh, I swear I typed in J and your, the whole thing came up oh. right here so I don't, let me get off this computer <laughs> but yeah I want to say thanks to Paul taking with me again I I appreciate it. All right, y'all, we out. We stop right. it.